So I've put your tokens a little bit back from the, the crumbled wall on the western side here. I, I don't know how far away you guys want to place your tokens at this point or how, how close you want to get. Um, but what you see, as I've already mentioned, is Aristal uh, with his hand out pumping magic into this void, right? And he's, he's staying back. He's staying back so no part of him is sort of touching that void. He's standing back from it. Um, as you can see, there's a little token for the dead uh, animated rock guy that fell in. Um, and then you can see just uh, like seven, um, seven of these animated sort of medium-sized ones, the ones that have been formed up from the smaller ones, um, all working to snap bits of this void off and, and toss them aside. Um, I think uh, Lovejoy was like the first, it uh, was ahead of everybody else. So you, you get there first. First on the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've done it again. I've opened up Captain Morley's uh, character sheet. Um, <laughs> I, I survey the scene slowly. Okay. Um, really, really taking it in. Whoa, awful, awful stuff. I, I genuinely think my character would be, you know, quite... There's this feeling of duty, like we need to stop them, but there's also this kind of feeling of helplessness and there was, you know, such a close call in the cave system being absolutely wrecked that mm. um, and I had to approach the situation. So I don't know if I should be just calling out Aristotle straight away, but um, yeah, no, I will. I'll call him out straight away. I'm going to yell out, Aristotle! Um, and his hand lowers as he turns his skeletal face in your direction and he, he mumbles something and you see the... Uh, little rock creatures sort of form a little shell around him, just move to sort of surround him. Um, oh, a little shell, like an M&M. A little bit like that. Oh, uh, sexy M&M. <laughs> he's, he's, he's actually dressed like the sexy M&M, which is strange. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <He's steady. laughs> okay. the, um, uh, um, and he just, uh, the eyes, the glowing blue look in his eyes just diverse flicks back to in front of them and he brings his hand back up and goes to shoot uh, another bolt of magic into the void i would like hmm, is this, this going to be worth it i think it will be i don't want to blow my load too early though no i'll hold it i'll hold it i'll hold it off what? i'll just get halfway down for? the runway drop the nuke no 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 Ah, fuck it i will we're only here once aren't we um i'm gonna cast mind spike on Aristotle. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to see Mind Spike? I'll put it in the chat now. I reach into the mind of a creature you can see within range. Okay. The target must make a wisdom saving throw, taking 3d8 psychic damage on a failed save or half on a successful one. Um, on a failed save, I also know the target's location until the spell ends, which isn't really going to be <laughs> there is. too much of an advantage here. <laughs> um, what's, um, what's the. What do I have to roll? I mean, wisdom saving throw. What do I have to beat? He's rolled a thirteen. That's embarrassing. Um, well, I guess now I'll roll the roll the whole thing. What, what did oh. he have to What did he have to beat? Oh, here we go. <laughs> right. He had to he had to roll a thirteen. So it's a meets beats. It's a it's a successful successful roll from him. What haven't I beat him? I've no. met him in the best. No, no, he's the one that <laughs> he had to roll, and he well, no, you you, beat. you, you rolled first. So <laughs> uh -huh. you, you were too keen. That's, that's on you, man. I mean, I can roll second. I can roll again and try and. No, it's a, he, he meets and beats as your uh, uh, DC. Yeah. 
Interesting way to play the game. Okay. <laughs> People say they've done like that before. Yeah. Okay. No, you're, you're, you're the DM. It's all right. You're <laughs> Half damage then. <clears throat> so it's a yeah, half damage. Half. Yeah. So he takes half of uh, half of seventeen, which, as we all know, guys, is eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so it's, doesn't what does it look like to people who are watching? So you've uh, have you gotten off your horse? Are you still on the back of your horse? Like, what are you doing? I'm going to do it from I'm going to do it from horseback. Of, of course, I am. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm going to kind of throw my head back, and my eyes are going to kind of roll back. You know, like I'm, you know, and um, then I'm going to have like an intense focus on them, and my eyes are just going to flash orange, and then there's going to be an orange beam of energy that shoots out of my hand my outstretched hand and it's going to go burrow in through his ear and he's going to kind of like jerk and he does jerk, jerk he, chicken he does he does the jerk chicken he uh jerks um and again you've got his attention as he as he puts his hand down and looks like swiftly in your direction um we're gonna need to get a uh a roll of initiative from everybody let's get it daddy <laughs> That's what I'd say. <laughs> that's that like that's what you'd say to him? Okay. Oh, get it, Daddy. Well, right. Wow. Should have fine initiative roll. Ooh. Is it my rolling? Come on. Did you, Did you add your equine damage? Lovejoy for being on a horse. Did I what? Add your equine damage? Oh yeah. He's got no chance. <laughs> oh. I, I used to get paid for this. <laughs> Not very much. Uh, how's everyone's rolls going? I got a 10. Okay, nice. You can roll total of 10 as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lovejoy, uh, at the top of the order with, with you yourself, you. <laughs> Allow myself to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> So I genuinely I don't get any kind of specialness for getting a net twenty on initiative, do I? You just if anyone else rolled a twenty, uh, you would have gone ahead of them. What if they also rolled a net twenty? Then it would have come down to Dex uh, um, modifier. Right, and what then? No, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, okay, um, I'm really just I'm gonna I'm gonna spend myself pretty early, guys. So um, there's a good chance that I will need some resuscitation. Uh, I'm going to hurl a chromatic orb at Aristal, um, which I can do. Chromatic orb? Yeah. I hurl, I hurl a four-inch diameter sphere of energy at a creature I can see within range. I can choose acid, cold, fire, lightning, poison, or thunder. Okay. He's kind of, he's quite, uh, he's quite, um, spiritual is the wrong word. That, rec- that sort of... Ethereal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not not super confident. I can give it a. We'll go lightning damage. Okay. And make a range spell attack against the target. If it hits, the creature takes three d eight. Oh, we've got some big moves happening. Yeah. Well, he's a big bad. <laughs> that's, so, fair, that's fair. Uh, yeah. Um, and I'm, and I'm, you know what? I'm going to cast it at second level. Okay. Um, and I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay. Roll with advantage. I shall. Oh, I have to choose so many fucking... I didn't realise we are going to have to choose drop-downs in this you know, thematic <laughs> moment. Um, oh, have, I, have I rolled a net 20 there? Uh, you've just rolled damage. You, do you, no. You did... Sorry. I, sorry. Sorry, guys. I, sorry. <laughs> Is sorry. it... 
Oh shit. Okay. That's a fourteen and And? Yeah. And I'm the, oh, it's a, with a, advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. a nine. So how does that grab you? Uh a fourteen is a hit. Um <laughs> which means he has failed to uh, uh dodge that. But um as in, in the last moment he just no. uh, hovers No, no. A, a little bolt of blue hovers out of his hand and wraps around one of the uh, stone clusters next to him and he lifts it up in front of him just in time to ensure that your chromatic orb shatters into this uh, animated cluster in front of you. Well, is he a fucking octopus now, is he? <laughs> but, <laughs> no, he's a... But he is Octo. magic. But he is magic. Oh, he's, ma- oh, he's magic? Yeah. Sorry, I just... <laughs> I had no idea. Isn't that banned around these parts? Why don't we just call the police? <laughs> Get old Wilfred Barman on. out. <laughs> this guy's got yes. no respect. Um, but yeah, the 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 uh, stone cluster next to him just shatters as your chromatic orb uh, plows into him. Yeah, they're they're um they're in the, this temple, aren't they? All the stone things. Um, there's still some out in the village behind you. For sure, mm, but, that, but there are a number of them in the temple. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they would have they would have gone ahead, wouldn't they, of the other? So they, that has kind of been like a pilot group. <laughs> what are you trying to What are you trying to find out? I'm just. I guess you'd call them the Stone Temple pilots. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that was sublime. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Next on the uh, anything else from Lovejoy after no we're just going to move on from that. Uh, it is the stone clusters turns. There's uh, a few of them still around. Um, they just one of them just kicks a bunch of the, the stones from that dead one away and takes its place in front of uh, Aristel. They um, they start picking up uh, the stones that have fallen that they've pulled away from that, that uh, sort of uh, structure around where the void was, and they all just take th- turns l- throwing them um, at th- the three of you. So five of them are going to be throwing. Uh, so the first one will just go uh, Lovejoy first. It's a roll of a six, so that one misses you, thankfully, uh, as the stone just sort of like lands in the um, ashy ground next to you. Um, the second one, uh, second from the top, also is aiming at Lovejoy. It rolls a nine, too, as another stone down onto the ground um, next to you. The third one's throwing something at Gildan. Uh, it's a roll of an 18. Uh, um, my armor meets beats it. Okay, we're not, we, can't, we can't get back into the confusion about meets beats. Um, <laughs> I, have an eight, I have a class of 18. So. Right. So they, they have met that and they have beaten that. Uh, if you want to change it again, all right. <laughs> it doesn't hang in all seriousness. Haven't you just like reversed your earlier logic? <sighs> I can't believe we're like three <laughs> years in, three years of play, four, almost four, four years, yeah, that we're getting back. Whoever's rolling, they have a target that they have to, have to like, can meet to beat. So whoever's rolling. So these guys have rolled and they have met and therefore will beat uh, the AC. Are we good? I, I was rolling before, wasn't I? No, no, you weren't. You just had a decent... Oh, wait, for which one? For the You were the class in the last one. Yeah, you had the spell, sort of. which was a 13. Yeah, I, you, you, yeah, you didn't I, roll I for that. Spell. 
Which one? He wasn't rolling anything though. Which one are you talking about? You did two. Yeah, you, you did two. You did the chromatic orb, which you rolled and you hit, oh, but he managed to yeah, bring yeah. a thing up. I'm talking about the one earlier. The, the, the only other time that we've had this conversation. Yeah, you didn't roll. You just had a DC of 13. You yeah, just rolled yeah. for damage if they fail. He has to beat the DC 13. And so they, they, you set. Should you be a spellcaster? Is what I would like to. <laughs> should we? <laughs> do we want to be playing D and D? No. We got that. Have you got any sort of spreadsheet-based role-playing games? I'd be really good at that. I think <laughs> Google Sheets, not Excel. Yeah, yeah. So where am I? So uh, I don't even know where we are anymore. So that's a D six plus two. I don't. Uh, he has to do. I I, I say Pilor, warding flare and a. Uh, bright light interposes between him and he has to roll at disadvantage oh okay uh let's roll one more time then oh no he already did roll for disadvantage he rolled an 18 and a 7 so we'll take that 7 we won't take that second roll uh so it's a fail it blinds him the flash goes out as the rock just sort of thuds um does one of those whiff whiffy throws as it kind of goes way too short uh as it lands way closer to the rock than it does you um with with Biko on the back of your horse, Gildan, I don't think they even see him back there and just uh, the fourth one throws another one in your direction. That's a roll of 18. Warding flare. That, mm, can you do it more than once a turn? Are oh, we just no, get- maybe not. It must be a reaction, I guess. <laughs> if it's a reaction, you get... I feel like this is... Um, is we're, we're gaslighting the DM tonight. We're- Use your, oh, no, it's a reaction. You're right. And I didn't do that on purpose. I wasn't trying to guess like you. Okay, okay. Cool. Uh, he has to um, meet. <laughs> right. it, is, it is high stakes. I get it. I get it. But this one, it is uh, high stakes. Yeah, this rock yeah, just, yeah. Uh, this one does contact and does seven damage, five plus two, um, as the Whoa. rock smashes into the your, your armor and your chest. And you sort of like jolt Whoa, back. Dented and, it. And, and hit Biko. There's one last one that wants to get in on this as well um, and throws a rock of his own. And this is a roll of a 12. And that was towards you as well, Gildan. So I'm um, okay. 12 is fine. That one that one just cl- really close to like your me. horse. Did you say a rock of his own? Like he took a part of himself off? No. He suffered no, no. damage? It's, no, just, just <laughs> as... Gildan, it is your turn. Oh, God damn it. Um... All right. I don't think this is going to work, but this is what Gildan would do. Pilor, uh, please help me. And I'm going to say to uh, Aristel, hold it right there. And uh, I'll cast whole person. Oh. Uh, Can we we give me the details for it? Yes. Uh, It holds um, a big enemy with a beard. (laughs) Ghostly blue beard. Uh, Did it post? No. No. Oh, sorry. I've done it three times. Display and feet. So that first one. Okay, just humanoid. Okay, well, that's cool. He is definitely a humanoid. Uh, so what are we rolling? A wisdom saving throw. Mm. He's got a good modifier for this. Uh, he's nat 20. Nat 20 plus his modifier. That's so. almost too good though, isn't it? So it goes around. <clears throat> so, yeah, yeah, it's actually really good. Sixing out. <laughs> um, anything on a fail? Probably not. Just mildly, it just gets a numb hand. <laughs> just take pins yeah, and needles. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. stranger! Pull that up. He looks he, a lot like Skeletor, doesn't he? A little bit because of the whole skull thing going on, I guess. Yeah, distinctive feature. 
Yeah. I'm going to jump off my horse. Okay. Uh, Albico's next. I, but well, I you will, can still do I move. Guess, as it, yeah. Uh, I was going to slap its ass and get it out of there, you know, like so it doesn't get hit. Hey, get out of here! Because I'm going to run down. Is this some uh, around a, a corner? Is like a wall? Yeah, there's like a the edge of the edge of the wall as the rocks have sort of been kicked in. There's a broken edge of the wall there. Oh, okay. I'm going to lumber over there uh, in a loud manner and attempt to hide behind it, but I'm too big and my candle on top of my head is giving me away. Okay, uh, Biko. Over to you. The horse is about to just, like, bolt. Um, he's going to use the, the traveling horse for a moment and then slip off the back of it um, and come onto the other side of the, the rock wally area. Uh, and he's just going to yell out to his compatriots, Guys, we got this! we got to stop him! And he's going to whip out his short bow, aim for Aristel's skeletal nostrils, and loose a, a bolt towards him. Cool. Uh, roll to hit. 21. That is a hit. Whoa. Uh, for eight piercing. Okay. Good good damage on that as well. Uh, and then with his bonus action, he's going to oh, Biko blend into the, the little terrain bit near him. Okay. Um, okay. Aristal um, sort of uh, snaps the, the bolt that you just launched into him, snaps it, throws it on the ground, and he mumbles something to... Uh, the, the clusters again, and they um, form up a little bit. So they um, two of them get on the shoulders of the three uh, that are already next to Aristotle, um to try and create a bit of a barrier. So he's now in, in half cover behind um, these creatures. Um, and he turns his hand back towards the uh, void. Um, and you see him cast... Uh, it looks like magic missile. It's just these bolts, just one after the other, into the uh, void. And each one holds and shudders and shakes, expands a little before imploding in on itself. And each one lasts just a little bit longer. Can I get a like a perception check from the three of you? <clears throat> 10 plus 2 for 12. Oh, Biko net 20s plus 3 for 23. Nice. 15 plus 3. Okay, cool. Biko and Gildan, you noticed that the um, that the, the drop, you know when you think back to when you were last in here and things looked like they were about like an inch off of reality? It looks to be more like three or four inches off reality when they first like punch in. And you swear you're not 100% sure because it seems to be just a little bit and there's all that magic going on. But even that last magic missile bolt seems to enter lower than the first one. Something is happening uh, with every bit of magic um, Aristotle is pumping into this void. Uh, Lovejoy, over to you. Mm. Oh, what does this do? Ah, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to do this. True strike, it's a cantrip. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> okay, yeah. most, the oh. most powerful uh, spell, I believe, is cantrip. I, <laughs> I should have done, uh, done this earlier. Yeah, I'm just going to um, cast uh, True Strike on Aristotle. I point my finger at him. My magic grants me a brief insight into his defenses. On my next turn, I gain advantage on my first attack roll. Okay. All right. So, ne- yeah, next attack roll, you will get advantage. Um, and I want and I want to do a, a movement as well. Cool. Like a bell movement? <laughs> yes. I want to take a massive <laughs> shot. Um, I hope it, because I'm on horseback. 
you tell me <coughs> if this is going to work or not, um, obviously, because you're the DM. But I'd like to ride my horse through the crumbled wall, and I'd like to pull up and have it, like, put its hoofs on this kind of, on these stone temple pilots here to try mm. and break the break the chain. <laughs> <laughs> like a, You're like a big centaur, really. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah. Yeah, would cool. that work? The, that is, that's basically, I would let you do that as an action for sure. Mm. Mm. Um, but you've already mm. done your action for mm. this. Well, turn. cantrip though. If my action is that, then like, I mean, if you think that's like, that's all I, six, seven, all I can do is that. Um, okay, cool. I guess, um, I guess I'll ride the horse in. Okay. You can definitely ride the horse yeah, like in. Auditioning for the fucking National Bank ad in the 1990s. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, some dressage. Can you get yeah. it go sideways? Yeah, I'd actually like to do some dressage over the <laughs> over the bundle of stones at the start there. Do that thing. <laughs> Choppy changey. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, pointing of the finger and dressage up to the uh, wall <laughs> of stone uh, clusters. Is that it? Temple pilots. Stone yeah. temple pilots. Um, yeah, um, just just know that there's going to be some horse on rock action next time. Well, there could be some horse on rock action right now, um, as oh. as all as all five together uh, just try and smash down onto the horse. Onto the horse? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, man, you better hope Peter's not watching. <laughs> cool SPCA. Yeah. Um, onto the horse. The horse's head. Yeah. Oh no. In fact, I probably don't even have to roll all five of them. The first three roll a 14, a 19, and a 19, which is over a, a horse's natural defense of, I think, 12, um, doing a total of eight bludgeoning damage on the the horse. I'm just wondering... We're going to have to shoot it, aren't we? <laughs> well, you may no, not need to shoot it. If the horse gets slightly damaged, you need to fucking put it down after the glue. It just thing. becomes instant glue. Uh, I'm just I'm just <laughs> checking... <laughs> The so the armor class for a horse is ten, uh, and the hit points is thirteen for for a riding horse. Um, so I do have to do all five, I guess. Other otherwise, so we've done three. That's a total of eight damage so far. The next misses. What's this horse's name? Yeah, name it before. <laughs> um, I think its name is Mandela. <laughs> They miss. They all miss. Weird. Uh. <laughs> the last two do, in fact, miss with a roll of three and a five. So the first, it's like the um, the, the lower three, the base of this uh, yeah. wall, managed to connect well. The two managed to miss either side of the horse's head. It does a total of eight damage, leaving, how much did I say that the horse has? Thirteen. Thirteen. Leaves it with five uh, HP. Twenty. <laughs> um there is still one there is still one more rock that is um just to the south of Aristal who grabs one of the rocks from uh from the one that was like held up by Aristal and exploded, just grabs like one of the rocks from him, turfs it over the um people in front. It's a roll of a seven and it lands just just shy of you just like goes straight past you, Lovejoy, and into the wall behind you. Um the horse. The horse? <laughs> the, <laughs> that was Lovejoy. Um, <laughs> the, you, you managed to keep the horse alive there. Gildan. Is it my turn it's, again? It's your turn again. 
this is uh, I'm impressed by this heroism. Hero- I think I'm going to say hero- by the horse. Yeah, the hero- heroics of the horse. <laughs> right. And well, it, it wasn't the horse like just ch- choosing to do this off its own free will. We'll uh, never know. Well, the one I'm playing gives me a feeling that it did. It was very brave. I'm going to cast. Um, I have to choose this. Yeah, I can't choose the spell for you. Shield of Faith. Ooh. Uh, and I cast it on not the horse, but Lovejoy. Oh, nice. And that gives you plus two bonus to your AC while I concentrate on it. <clears throat> oh, nice. Concentration spell. Okay, okay. And that lasts up to 10 minutes. So that's going to last uh, probably nice. this entire fight for sure. Yes, but I may not be concentrating on it for that long. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that is a bonus action. Yeah. So that uses one spell slot. There we go. And then I'm going to run out sort of over here next to uh, Lovejoy oh. and his, his heroic horse. And I'm going to cast, put my hands out like this, a flame and uh, a fan in front of me, and flames spurt from my fingers uh, with uh, burning hands. For conical damage too, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's a 15-foot cone, oh, but damn. I don't want it to go into the hole. You know? Oh, right. You want to... So I don't think it will. No, like, the way that you can aim it will sort of hit maybe four of the, the rock. Um, it should hit them all. Like, I'm just trying to think of... That's the sound of it. <laughs> the sound of it was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't diarrhea hands? <laughs> Like a baby spitting out vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) I learned it from that goblin that shit itself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, I've got a burning hands that I can bring in. That looks cool. So Mm. this can help us uh, sort of picture where it's going to... Looks like a pizza, doesn't it? Or or one of them like promotional Doritos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Limited edition. So I'm thinking you're trying to do something like this, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, something yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Something like that, which does manage to get just everyone. Um, so, one, two, three, four, five, six. We've got to roll seven deck saves here. We're going to go just from the top to the bottom to make it a bit easier there. First is a 15. Second is a 14. Third is a 1. Uh, yeah, that's a hit. That is a, that is a hit. The fourth one is a 21. The fifth one is a five. There's another one. We've got two hits here. Sixth one is also, is a, sorry, also, it's a three. Uh, so you've, you've managed to hit three, and we'll roll for Harry as well. Deck saving. Aristyle. Harry. Oh, sorry. Harry. Sorry, Aristyle uh, with the roll of uh, 13. So, so I meet, beat him. No, he's <laughs> ready. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I, on a failed save, they make they half as much. Damage. All right. So, so what? So uh, ten damage, full damage, or five? Half. Nice. So five damage. We'll do five to uh, Aristotle first, and then we'll go down to oh, shoot. thirty plus. That's like the most damage in the campaign. That's a yeah. You managed to obviously clumping did not work out well for these. Um, the ones that, that have failed. What's, what's that? Sorry, I think it's fifty points damage total. Right, right. The um, the wow. three that failed, uh, 
the rocks that make them up just sort of like just turn red hot as the magic sort of starts evaporating quickly out of them. Um, how many was it? Was it three? One, two, three, three. three hit. Yeah, 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 three hit. Um, and the as the as the blue magic sort of rises up and evaporates out of them, uh, they the, they crumble down to the ground. But you can see just as it hangs in the air before it evaporates, just a slight movement in towards the void before it evaporates. Well, it'll go in the void, uh, leaving yeah three of them uh, left in front of Aristotle. Anything else from? I know you've already done your bonus action as well. Biko. I could run away, but I don't True. think I will. You could run away. Biko. All right. Uh, Great job, guys! <laughs> he's, he yells as he sees his compatriots just roasting his enemies. Uh, and he's going to nimbly make his way into the church. Um, being a sneaky little guy that he is, mm. he's going to line up another shot and wonder if his previous hide bonus action was successful enough to use his sneak attack on this shot. Or not? You'd have to shoot and then move. You, uh, if you're moving, that's moving you out of the shadows and across the room. So ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, in that case, he's gonna pop out and shoot. Uh, and it's gonna be a good one this time. Hopefully. Mm, I should be using that more. Let's try <laughs> extra good. So is this oh, before that's he? The wrong button. That's the dagger button. Oh, oh, one yeah. second. See, good. Never make it good. You want expert. All right, here we go, expert. No, don't do that either. <laughs> okay. A total of nine. Um, so were you, were you firing that uh, from the shadows before you sort of made yourself across the room, or did you head into the church to fire that? Uh, perhaps Biko was thinking he was more dexterous than he was, and he was firing it as he was moving, and mm. he just misses completely. It just like uh, and it, yeah, soars across into the stonework uh, on the opposite side of the room. And a bonus action, he's going to do hide of shame and just nestle himself <laughs> in the ashes of the church. Okay. Um, Harry absolutely seething with the fact that some of these um, these stone guys have just uh, disappeared, um, mutters again in Celestial, you're a bit closer now, Gildan, um, and you can make out that he's mumbling, form up. Um, and the three remaining... Uh, Voltron. Yeah, yeah. The three remaining um, stone clusters just break down into pieces, um, and those pieces start rolling uh, together, um, and they start taking the form of something you've seen once before deep in a cave days ago now, but Mm. a giant stone monstrosity forms uh, in front of both Gildan and Lovejoy. It's a bit um, of a shame. And Aristotle looks back towards the void, and again, just another magic missile, just into the into the void. Um, and again, you can hear the uh, you're close now. You can hear the crackling now. There didn't there wasn't a crackling sound before, but now there's a, a crackling sound as you see these things shaking, almost a half a foot lower than they entered the void before they implode in on themselves in a very shaky and and uh, chaotic manner. Uh, Lovejoy. Lovejoy's just going to try and get the most out of this. Uh, <laughs> I hate to be flogging a dead horse, but that's uh, essentially <laughs> what I'm doing. Um, sort of dig my heel into its uh, herbs and go, yeah, and gallop over here, over this side of the fucking crumbling, what would you call this, cylinder? Crumbling mm-hmm. cylinder? Um, and then, you know what, it's... I've got advantage on my next uh, 
my next thing is a true strike so it's going to be another level two chromatic orb um i will just say that there is an opportunity attack that opens up as you ride away from this monstrosity so if you want to continue with that movement then i'll just need to roll this attack okay i'll take silence ask yourself punk yeah you're lucky um um i'm turning into some lame uncle at like someone's <laughs> Christmas party. Just the worst fucking gags. Um, yeah, do the opportunity attack. It has rolled a seven, just missing the the face of that horse as it swings this massive oh, stone man. stone fist out as you ride mm. up and around the cylinder, the broken, busted yeah. cylinder. I thought I thought that's uh, what you'd have. <laughs> so lightning damage again. Pointed right at Harristal. Um, oh, you've rolled. So is it the chromatic orb again? Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. Um, and it's with advantage. So how do I just roll the attack part of that? Just give us a d20 and add five to it. Okay, great. That'll be easy for some a master of the game like me. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, gosh. What did you get? A net one. Oh, doesn't that... Don't I have to do some wild magic shit with the net one on a spell? Um... Actually, I forgot that we haven't been doing your wild magic rolls. Um, basically, any time you do magic, you should be rolling a d20. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll do this first of all. Um, you rolled a, With advantage, you rolled an 11, which is a mm. miss, uh, unfortunately. Is there half damage with this attack? I can't remember. Uh, no. No? No. All right. Do you no, want to detail? I've just fucked it up. Okay. Well, that, um, give me a d20 now to see if we trigger... Uh, the wild magic. I've wasted that net one. That would have been fantastic. All right, no wild magic. Um, anything? Anything else from Lovejoy? I hurl myself into the void. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing <laughs> happens. Uh, you're not magic. Okay, what? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is a terrible way to find out. <laughs> uh, Gildan, over to you. I you've you've now got Lovejoy. this. You've now got this like twelve foot tall rock monstrosity like standing over you mm, it's not good um, memories of you like beating one of these with a mace only days ago sort of come back to mind yeah but that was scary and there was gold involved it's true mm. i'm going to actually run around it around the south maintaining five feet away from it mm -hmm. and then blow old beardy blue you're gonna, guy you're gonna blow old beardy yeah, I'm going to blow old beardy blue guy. So he's just um, frustrated, I suppose. Um, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to perform the D&D &D shove action, and I'm oh. going to tell him, get in the fucking hole. Uh <laughs> <laughs> nice. This is what I've been waiting for. This is awesome. Okay. Uh, what are we doing? So, so you're going to do a, what is a strength roll? I do an athletics roll, and you can choose either athletics or acrobatics. Uh, is that for shove, is it? Is that... Yeah, it's a contested. All right. Okay, cool. I've only got plus two for strength. Mm. I'm probably going to roll a one. Here it goes. 19 plus two for 21. It's going to be a hard one to beat. He'll do it. I'm sure he'll be... Uh, um, at the last minute, he um, chooses that that won't be happening. Thanks very much for <clears> trying. <throat> Goodbye. He belongs in that hole. Wow. <laughs> All right. Um, so what was it, acrobatics or athletics? No. Uh, he can do, like, dex or strength. Right? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, strength yeah. or dex. Okay. He has failed that roll. <laughs> 
So he gets pushed, what, five feet? Is that right? Yeah, five feet, I think. Um, you come up behind Aristal. Do you, want, well, do you want to describe it? Do you want to describe your motion and what, what sort of knocks Yeah, him? I say, get in the fucking hole. <laughs> and I push as hard as I fucking can. All right. You've come up, you've come up behind him and just like shoved what? him in the back. Uh, and he is instantly like uh, propelled towards the void. And as his hands pass through into the void, he's trying to like scramble out for some kind of handhold. Um, his hands pop in and you can just see all of this magic, all of that blueness, like pulling off and away and distorting the shape of that form of Aristel. And he screams out in, in Celestial as the rock monstrosity just grabs him by the back and you can see that the hands that are now dangling within the void are are harry's limp sort of broken arms that are just like (laughs) (laughs) just flapping like like a dog's tongue out of a car's window yeah, yeah, and the rock, cl- the rock monstrosity managed to, to bring Aristel back out uh, of this thing, and he's just got this guttural scream that goes out that is sort of mixing his own voice with that of Harry's screaming. Um, and he turns around with his arms now limp at his side, and he's just got this ferocious look on his face. Um, Biko. Oh, shit, that was fantastic, Gildan. Did you see the little um, Biko's gonna pop up from his hiding spot, seeing that he's got an ally next to his target. He's gonna use his anatomical knowledge and launch an arrow into the back of Aristel's head. Uh, with a total of 23 to hit, that four is piercing and two anatomical damage. That is a hit, so six damage total. Um, yep. he screams out like you're. you're arrow passes just through the edge of the void um you watch it as it drops and then comes out the other side at the normal height um and just into the back of aristal and um gildan being so close to aristal can just see that pain um contorting the skull uh as it slams into his back anything else from biko biko will snuggle into the um ruined church blending himself into the environment okay um okay Okay, I'm just taking a look at because it's Harry. It's Harry uh, who is next. Um, sorry, I've got to, I've got it written down as possessed Harry, so I keep just reading Harry. <laughs> it is Aristotle's turn. Um, what are we gonna do here? You've you've clearly interrupted. He's been able to just like um, s- stop your guy's movement um, and focus on doing his best to try and break this void. Um, and now with his arms limp at his side, he doesn't know really how or what he's going to, to do. And he, he's going to spend an action um, focusing his aura, that blue form of steam, uh, down and around his arms to try and take control of his arms again. Um, and he's uh, he commands, as he does so, he commands for the, the monstrosity to attack. Um, and the stone monstrosity lashes out with a total of 23 oh pilo warning clear oh right yeah yeah uh so let's roll that again i only get three of these i'm glad i didn't use two of them for the fucking the light they did a lot of damage the light flashes as he's like raises his arm you see it coming uh he's rolled a 17 that's a miss that is a miss that's not me that is are we, so now we know how that works, yeah? We're good? 
<laughs> just this <laughs> massive stone fist just crunches, just grazes a little bit of your armor, uh, scrapes a bit of the paintwork off, and just slams down, down into the um, stonework next to you. Uh, I like that it adds paintwork. It's like, uh, <laughs> I just imagine, like a car. Paint. Like he's just keyed my car. <laughs> I mean, look, there's two things I know a lot about, and that's horses and armor. Okay, so mm. you've chipped it. <laughs> um, Lovejoy, back to you. Well, I'm go- I'm going for broke here. I'm um, I'm going to spend three of my four sorcery points to gain a level two spell slot back. I can't believe I have to use three of them. It means the last one's effectively useless. Um, but I'm using those. I'm gaining my, my level two spell slot back. And it's uh, chromatic orb time again. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Or is it? I like to you keep you in suspense. <laughs> yeah. I, I, will, I will tell you. All right. The weight has been killing me, Adam. Was it a chromatic orb? It was. Chocolate pudding. Um, I'm also going to, and no action is needed for this, by the way, I'm going to use my Tides of Chaos, which opens up another opportunity for wild magic. Um, oh, that that's right. Me advantage on the attack roll. Like a double dip in one roll. Tides of Chaos means I can just basically tell you that it's time to roll on the... Can you put that in the chat? I think it was like, I can just tell you when to do it, right? Like wild magic time. You can manipulate the chip the forces of chance and chaos to gain advantage on one attack roll ability check or saving throw. Once you do, you must finish a long rest before you can use this feature again. Mm-hmm. Any time before you regain the use of this feature, the DM can have you roll on the wild magic surge table immediately after I cast a sorcerer spell of first level or higher. Okay, cool. cool. So in- instead of getting you to roll a d20, I can just go, do it. <laughs> What's the difference between you saying do it and, and roll a d20? Well, you roll a d20, and if, if you roll a 1, then you have to roll from the wild magic. So it's only like a 5% chance of doing wild magic. But if yeah. you t- if you take that, there's a 100% oh. chance of oh, rolling yeah. from the wild yeah. magic. Yeah, I can definitely want to use this then. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. yeah. I should have been using this like fucking, like it was going oh. out of fashion. In fact, yeah. I, I do think I actually used it once every long rest because we took boys. so few of them. Wild boys. We're stupid. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I've used, I'm going to use that. Um, which means I'm going to cast my level two chromatic orb, which I've spent my sorcery points to get. God, this game's fucking. I've got to select from the lightning damage from the drop down, okay. and I've got to be on one leg while I do it. Um, it's a shame that that's a two. Uh, luckily, I'll um, get my advantage here. This will be good. I reckon this is going to be good. Five. really good. Oh, shit ass. I'm... No, it's nine plus five. It's nine plus five. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so which 14. Is a 14, which is a hit. It's right, because I bet. But. Oh. Right? <laughs> and, and I don't know if you thought about this, but why don't you tell no. me what you're doing? Oh, no. What? Why don't you tell yeah. me what it is you're doing from the position what? you're at? What is it you think you're fucking doing, man? <laughs> What you are you were firing magic through the void to hit Aristotle. No, no. Have you have you seen have you seen the popular film Bend It Like Beckham? Oh, I was just talking about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I was. I guess I. What a fucking idiot. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, it's it's easy to forget in the height of this enormous battle, there is no visibility to this void. You've just been keeping that distance. You've been tracking Aristel that whole time, yeah. and, and you get caught up in yeah. that moment, and you shoot out your chromatic orb, which moves out of your hand and into the area. You know, I could have just gone there. I could have just gone there for like <laughs> <laughs> one, one tiny little bit. Five of, feet like, to the right. Yeah, because I have I have really, really blown a lot of stuff at this uh, spell, haven't I? Really have put everything I had into it. What do we think? So, I'm, um, I'm going to let the table decide on this one. Wild magic. Wild boys. I will let it hit, but it absolutely is going to be a wild magic roll for sure. So... It has. You, you you move out from around that the cylinder. You shoot your chromatic orb. It hits Aristyle doing nine damage. And Is that right? Is that what I did? I did? Oh, fuck. What a shit. Two fucking... one for the damage. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Just shoot into the hole. <laughs> uh I didn't know it was possible to be bad at a game of chart where you're rolling dice. But I'm, well, I'm let's see. Let's let's see how bad you are at a game of chance. Give me a D one hundred. You you have that same feeling within you as that time against those hobgoblins, and it's like, oh no, you, your chromatic orb fires, but you feel something else building up as yeah, well. Yeah, like a cat throwing up. <laughs> um. I've Daddy got the table. A new pair of uh, sneakers. I've got the table in front of me. Thirty-eight, thirty-eight. Watch his expression. Watch his expression. Oh, give it's bad. me. Well, no, it's it's confusing. It's confusing. Okay. It's like the rest confusing. of it. Because it's there's like a creature. I don't. Is this like a legitimate? Or maybe. Oh, maybe I don't know if this is the D and D. Okay, sorry. Any I think I had bulbs in the vicinity. <laughs> I had. It was like. Okay. I don't think this is the official uh, magic, so I want to bring up the official one. The official um, magic. You summon Luke oh. Skywalker. <laughs> well, it's, it's saying there was something about creatures called flumps, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. So, oh, is Donald like J. Flump. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best at magic, okay? Okay, 38, 38, 38. He's tied up and No, it is this flumps. Flump. Yeah, is it a, like a flying flappy thing? Yeah, okay. So can you give me a 1d6, please? What the mm. fuck is a flump? One. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I don't have an icon for this, but... Um, you don't have your flump icon. Really. What a fucking rookie. <laughs> um, a flump. Oh, it's, it's, like a, it's like a weird little jellyfish that sort of floats in the air it's got all these little tentacles kind of um coming out from it it's very it's pretty it's very small and it's a it's like an aberration that you're pulling out of the darkness basically appears um sort of just in the middle of the foyer of the church sort of uh, a few dozen feet away from you and it has been created um with the frightened status of you, it's frightened of you. It's just like appeared, and it like looks over you, at, like looks around, doesn't know where it is. It's like, and it looks over at you, and there's little tentacles and stuff just start freaking out as it starts to like bolt uh, towards the southern door of the church. Okay, so awesome. That was super worth it. Um, <laughs> do, do you want me to roll a d20 as well? No, 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 no. That's because I, I just made you roll it instead. So you don't roll a d22. It's okay. It's just a wild magic without rolling a one. Yeah, yeah. 
anything anything else, Lovejoy? That was a roller coaster of a turn. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I think we're all confused at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Do we all just leave? Like, just look at like what the fuck? Uh, what yeah. are we fighting about? Well, it's Gild- stupid. Gildan, like for a moment, you just hear this coming from behind you and you just turn to see this hovering uh, jellyfish kind of creature just darting to- towards the southern ex- uh, entrance. Does uh, does Lovejoy know he's created that or is it just like... Yes, random? yeah, yeah. Lovejoy knows he's created this. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for the flump. <laughs> Why are you bringing flaps in here? <laughs> There's like a look of confusion on Aristotle's face. Move your flumps outside. Um, okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna pull out my mace and I'm gonna look at this rock and I'm gonna bonk it on uh, its rock knee. Okay, uh, but I miss. I forgot its turn. I'll, I'll add it to the turn order after you. Uh, no, no, you forgot it. Um, <laughs> uh, give us a roll to hit. Eleven plus five. Uh, 16. 16. What was AC is a 16, so he meets beats to you, I think. Is that how it works? Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, jacket. Yeah, that is how it works. No, no. Yeah. No, you rolled, you meet and beated his AC. So, With um, my mace plus one. Nice, nice. Good what thing sort of do. Five bludgeoning damage on its uh, patella. Oh, dang. Right on his patella? Ouch. Okay, uh, five damage. But it's just, bludgeoning. Doesn't that do more against this rock guy? That's what happened when I was. Uh, yes, he is. Time. He's vulnerable. It does double damage as you slam. Thank you for reminding me that you just massive chunk of his uh, like shin just gone, just like gets crumbled out from underneath oh. your swipe. Does he fall like you know like a, a building? Yeah, he, he like crumbles down on onto he, he he falls down onto like one knee, and. Uh, out of that area that you've swiped is like a trail of blue uh, that just evaporates up into the sky. Ooh. Uh, anything else from Gildan? No. Okay, it is this uh, monstrosity's turn. Um, he just... He like raises his hands above his head and tries to bring both uh, down on top of you. Uh, he has rolled an 18. That is a meat beats, as you, as you know. Mm-hmm. However, I have <laughs> my last oh, you uh, oh, right. thingy. Okay. Uh, uh, warding flare. Uh, 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 <laughs> sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's, 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 and and disadvantage. It's just a bright light. Just boom. Just flashes out from yeah. you. And it's successful with a, changes it to a roll of a 10. And he just brings nice. it down in front of you. Just scraping more paint off your, your armor. Oh, I just got that done. Uh, Biko Biko's going to pop up from behind the altar in the ruined church trying to tame his breathing through the choatic battle aim for Aristel and launch an arrow into him cool for 23 that is another hit 5 piercing and 4 anatomical damage with his compatriot nearby nice um this time when that arrow hits, like a uh, something like twinges in his back. Like, this is the first time he seems to have done like uh, a decent amount of pain to him. Um, and he too sort of like drops down to one knee and reaches over behind her to try and snap this thing. But you've interrupted his like forming of the um, 
blue around his arms as he just starts flailing these snapped limbs to try and grab this thing out of his back. And he just can't, he drops down to one knee and he gets back up. He can't reach it. And he's just, as he tries to reach for this thing. Um, Are his hands like skeletons or are they like flesh? They're they're Harry's blue furry arms now that are. um, So the flesh hasn't been stripped off. I imagine he looks like the cookie monster. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit, his arms do. Ah, Um, Just before Biko hides back um, into the the background, he's going to yell out, you should have stretched! (laughs) Uh, it is Aristyle's turn and while he's flailing again you hear him call out once more for the the stone monstrosity to attack Um, and he brings his arms down it's a crit this time nat 20 that's a miss damn (laughs) so that's double dice Um, so we're we're rolling I shouldn't have used all my fucking warding flares (laughs) We're rolling 4d6. 3, 8, 10, 12, Can't roll an 8, two, 14. Total of 14. 14 damage. Fuck. Oh, that's half of my existing hit points. Cool. I'm yeah, down that, to 14. <clears throat> You're not doing too bad. Brings it down this time. There's no missing as he just like crumples down right on, on your shoulder. With both fists down. All the paint flies off. <laughs> Damn. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Lovejoy, over to you. Oh, Actually, I think, bef- sorry, before before uh, you take your turn, um, Aristyle is going to just slowly start trying to move away from this void, um, having obviously what had happened to him previously and the inability to sort of bring back that form over his arms. He, he try he's just moves uh, a little out of the way, just as if he's trying to um, maybe move around you, Gildan. Uh, okay. Love joy. I'm just going to cast chromatic orb on him. Okay. Yeah. You should kick him in with your horse. Oh, that's uh, a 15 plus five for 20, 14 lightning damage. Oh damn! Okay, well, do you want to do you want to explain what this looks like as it brings him down to both knees? He's on both knees. He's on both knees. Do you want to my um, paint a word picture for us? My, <laughs> my outstretched hand kind of glows like a couple of different colors: blue, then orange, then bright white, then back to blue, then green. <laughs> <laughs> you really are painting. <laughs> This is really painting. Then I get a little bit of magenta, and I dab it over there, and then I combine two. And I've ended up with a like a muddy brown, which is not what I was going for. Yeah, um, it was open so Yeah, yeah. Um, and I shoot out like this very bright, um, almost bluey white light, and it just pounds into his chest. Um, it's like a ball. You see a ball, a chromatic, <laughs> orb, an orb, an orb. If, you, if you like, just enter him. Uh, into his chest nice. cavity um, and then you can just see him like <gasps> he takes the he takes the hit because it's lightning damage as well right so I imagine oh. that as it sort of enters in within there's just like these forks of lightning are you familiar with the VHS covers of the young Einstein oh I am movies oh. yeah <laughs> um, all his fur at him. is standing up on end like um, yeah <laughs> 
yeah. if he had hair, his beard, it's all yeah. just like puffed yeah. out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, just yeah. instantly puffs out. But he's like jolting with the, the power of this lightning damage and he drops down to his knees and he's kind of like uh, twitching and convulsing backwards towards that void. Oh, what a freak. Like, Yahoo serious. <laughs> That's the just, one. Just like, yeah. Just, <laughs> um, do, do I roll the d20 now? It was yes, it was a spell, so please do. Okay, you're it's all good. 15. You're all good. Uh, Gildan. Mm. Oh, after taking that massive damage, I'm down on one knee. <gasps> just trying to catch my breath back, and I just clasp my hands together and go, Pilo, help me now. Oh. If you don't help me now, then to hell with you. That's a bit of a Conan reference there. Uh, <laughs> 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 if you don't help me now, Um... I have, this is my once per long day. Uh, <laughs> Not even a long rest. Once per long day. It's a long day. <laughs> it's been, it has been a long day. It has been a long uh, day. Channel Divinity, Radiance of the Dawn. Okay, so it gets rid of magical darkness, but it also, uh, any creature within 30 feet uh, must make a con save throw, DC 13, or take 2d10 plus 4 radiant damage. Or half and okay. Well, the um, animated stone monstrosity has rolled a total of five, and a con save from Aristal is 19. Oh, well, so he takes half, I guess, of 20. Half of 20. 20 radiant and, damage. And it's just the full 20 for the for our stone yep. friend. Yeah, well, I, w- I look, I would update this stuff, but my... Uh, laptop has decided it doesn't want to play the game anymore. Uh, oh no! Okay, no, we're back. That is enough damage. Can you describe what that radiant damage does to the rock monstrosity as it is destroyed? I think you would see like light beams <clears throat> getting like pulling into him, and as he starts to glow from within and shake, and then just go boom and explode with uh, a super bright light of pillar. That, that happens in the, um, the shockwave as well. Uh, pu- pulses over um, Aristal, who manages to sort of deflect the brunt of it. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, uh, but he does get 10 damage on Aristal as well. Aristal now on his knees, hands on the ground uh, in front of him. We're trying to put weight on the broken arms of Harry, trying to keep himself off the ground. Um, it would have been oh, so like anything long else? spaghetti noodles that yeah. he's resting on. He's trying to like he's forget he forgets he doesn't have udon. Like, exactly like udon, like a messy bowl of like he spilt udon onto the floor. Um, anything else from Gildan? Uh, I'm going to stand in front of him as if I'm going to, and I'm going to say, "You're getting in that hole." <laughs> okay, okay, Vico, your turn. Vico, uh, after witnessing all this magic flying around and Aristotle dropping to his knees. He he knows the time now is right and he, he zooms across the uh, the ruined temple and he whips out his mushroom filleting knife and he's going to grab the back of Aristotle's head and just jam his dagger into the side of his face. Okay, right. For a total of 17 for 5 piercing and 8 anatomical damage. Yeah, that is a decent attack as uh, you bring that. You feel it crack into Aris, the skull of Aristotle and it pushes past that bone and you can feel it like sinking deep in uh, into the head. 
<clears throat> and you pull it out and there's just blood on the end as well as like the uh, the blue that slowly evaporates off. And because of that closest, you're seeing like Harry's eyes just wide in agony as this, this blade punctures into his face. Um, but Aristel now like slumps down uh, onto the ground. And now he's now in a prone position. Which means automatically <clears throat> he will die. Isn't it? He's, pr- he's, yeah, he's prone. He's prone. It means advantage on any attacks. If, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, anything else from Biko? Uh, Biko just screaming there. Get out of there, Harry! Give me a uh, 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 just a charisma roll. Hmm. I don't know whether to put that under. Not it's not persuasion. So like you're amping him up. So like you're trying to reach through into. <laughs> <laughs> Net one. <laughs> Okay. Uh, shouldn't have got you to roll. I should have just said, yeah, it's a very exciting moment as Biko shouts that out. But no, we'll stay true. It is it is Harry. It is Aristotle's um, turn. Um, and you can see through the... Um, where you've stabbed him now, there's like a bit of steam coming out and out of... Uh, Aristotle's oh, face. So out I'm of his being, head. So I'm just being distracted by someone on the, the video there. Sorry. So the um the the yeah the wound that you've just carved into Aristotle's face uh, is now like leaking that blue quite quickly now, and it's uh before it's getting a chance to evaporate, it's moving into that void and evaporating within the void. Um, mm. And Aristotle uses whatever uh, energy he's got left to try and get up onto his feet and he's kind of like leaning on you Biko to try and get balance because he can't use his his arms um and he's that's how he's he can't do he's he's uh he's moaning in in this, like saying words in celestial words that maybe uh even Gildan isn't completely fluent in uh oh. love love joy we're over to you Imagine if he could help. Well, he could slap you, like if he's just shaking his shoulders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crosso tornado. <laughs> I think Lovejoy's going to ride his horse in the, in the hooves <laughs> I down. About the horse. He's going to bring the hooves down on Aristotle, which is going to be a nice poetic reason for why he has an advantage, I guess, on this attack. Oh. Um, and uh, this is my last spell slot, so I'm glad that I get to roll it with advantage. It's going to be. Our old favourite, a spell I picked up when I went to level four, not long ago at all, Chromatic Orb. <laughs> and that's a 16. That is a... But um, oh. I will roll again because I, I, oh, yeah, I paid for it, so yeah, I yeah, may yeah. as well, and I might get a, a crit maybe. Ooh, definitely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> so it was a, it was a 21. Um, and... The damage will be turn lightning damage. Um, so the is it the same sort of effect as last time? The same sort of coloured bolt, yes, the same lightning array damage. Array of colours, and then the kind yeah. of like a, a colourful ball just just going straight down because I'm steering straight down at him on the horse. Yeah. Okay. The young. Uh, it hits him in the back because he's kind of facing, he's leaning on Biko, trying to get to his feet as it slams into his back and he just falls down onto, like, draped over Gildan. Um, and Gildan, you've just got Aristotle's face 
like oh. right in your face and the flickering of the uh, the blue behind his eyes is just fading just ever so gently it's fading and you can just see Harry just pleading for you to finish this finish him Gildan over to you so he's on top of me can I stand up lift him over my head and throw him down the shaft yeah the yeah, give, there's no shaft, there's, but I know what you mean. Yeah, give us a... That's a shaft, isn't it? That hole? It's, it's not, not a, a hole. It's not a hole, it's just the floor. Oh, it's got a floor. It's I was imagining floor. it would be like throwing the emperor oh, right. down. Give us, a, uh, give us a strength throw. And we'll... uh, okay. I can close my flump. Or athletics. Or athlete. Yeah, give us, give us that. Net one, this this would be so good if you net one. Completely bungled. Oh, yeah, if it, that one I'll throw myself down the hole. Uh, <laughs> Harry is so Aristotle uh, is going to try to strength his way out of this, uh, and he's rolled. He rolled a uh, fourteen and fails. As you just well describe it, describe it to us. Well, I lift him up, and his udon arms are dangling down around my head, <laughs> staring right into his weird eyes lift him up my head and throw him I think it's a hole but it's obviously just lands on the floor in front of me so kind of didn't expect that but he goes into the tube and splats on the bottom and the moment his body passes through just all of that blue steam and smoke the form that was wrapped around Harry just starts coalescing into sort of a whirlwind inside that void um, and just starts evaporating from the top down. And it's just this world, for, for the first time, this void has uh, seems to have color as it is just filled to the roof of the church with this blue steam-like uh, entity. Um, and for a moment, just before it disappears, you can see the form of Aristotle's face, furious before it just shrinks whoop, down into nothingness within the void. And at the... And the ground within that busted cylinder is just the broken, bloodied, but still barely alive body of of Harry. Oh, there's no quality of life. Put him out of his misery. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucked. Even a, a physician as talented as Biko wouldn't be able to bring Harry back, surely. And that brings us to the end of our fight with Aristotle. Whoa. Is the rock monster still there? No, no, that was no. He's gone. He got destroyed. Oh. He's just been watching, just just patiently watching this unfold. Oh, I'm sorry, boss. <laughs> um, Biko's physician gland will thump into life inside him, and he'll dash over to Harry, uh, and he'll bend down and apply his his healer's kit to him with surprisingly more proficiency compared to yesterday, where he remembers those practical exercises uh, in trying stabilize him yeah this is the first time that uh just without even thinking you rush towards him and enter this uh void this area of void and you walk in and and everything as you move into it everything just drops like almost uh, seven to eight inches as you move into it nothing seems to really happen within this void it doesn't feel any different other than reality has shifted down a little bit um, and you go to start, are you, are you just using your healer's kit? Is there a role for yeah, that? Yeah, using the healer's kit, um, and I'm using my healer's feet. Oh, cool. Uh, so 
when you use a healer's kit to start, I'll click it in the thing. Uh, when you use a healer's kit to stabilize a dying creature, the creature also gains one HP. Okay. Uh, and then as an action, you can spend one use of your healer's kit to give it one d6 plus four HP to it. Okay, great. Well, so we're not if, in uh, we're not in uh, combat now, so there's just free action. So you're welcome to do whatever you want to do, and feel free just to describe what you think happens with uh, with Harry as well, by all means. Cool. So uh, Biko will sort of kneel over Harry and trying to get him to look at his eyes, start to put a bandage around the side of his face where there's a bit of a mushroom knife fillet wound. <laughs> in his kit to try and strap some of his arms using a little bit of debris nearby to mm. give him some sort of rock splints. His um, arms are just so, sh- the bones within them are just so shattered and in need of something. Whether that means he's going to end up with zero arms, uh, it's going to come down to uh, whatever his sort of future looks like in the medical treatment he gets. Sort of arms. <laughs> he's going to have flump arms. Uh, for thematicity, I'll roll a d6, which is a 5. So of the different lessons he had when he was trying to do his uh, physicianing when he was a young guy, he remembers a little bit more than he thought, and he finishes up his bandages and just stands up. Almost the moment that you stand up, there is just an immense fury and anger that like is coming from this the void. And it's as quickly and as ferocious as it appeared, and it fills your heart. You just feel furious alongside Aristotle. It's just gone. It's gone. That fury just left as quickly as it arrived. Um, Harry, now conscious, but in a lot of pain, uh, d- feeling okay considering how what's happened to him. You've you've num- you've anesthetized him as part of this process of, of healing, um, and you're seeing now that uh, outside the church a lot of um, the people have calmed down now and and the stronger people have managed to uh, kill or or dismantle these rock creatures that were holding them back. They've managed to team up and and overthrow these rock creatures and kill them. And so now outside of this church there's just um, debris from everything and a a weird feeling has sort of come across a lot of the villagers um, there's there's a lot of explaining for for the people of Caldera, the people who felt that Aristal was this this god for them to revere, um, and they've been filled in through some stuff thanks to uh, our friend the blacksmith or Storesmith, Stor- whatever his name was. <laughs> um, but there's clearly a lot of confusion and and. As you're just standing there trying to understand what the next steps are, there's just a small feeling of like loathing, just this really cold feeling of loathing that is just emanating from that void. It's just barely there. But in the same way that that warm guidance um, was bringing you towards Caldera, this cold self-loathing is sitting within all of you this and now that you know what this feeling comes from you know that Aristotle is still there somewhere in that void back where he was sealed um and that feeling grows uh slowly and and people are uh, unsure whether the caldera is is home anymore what let's go through each of like your characters and what they're thinking and and what they're 
sort of plan for the for whatever is next is um, Lovejoy. I was like, don't come to me first. <laughs> we can go to um, someone else if you like. No, no, it's okay. Um, I know this seems like a small, insignificant thing, but you know, Lovejoy has just witnessed something incredible, um, and there's a little bit of broken um, cylinder wall nearby that Lovejoy thinks kind of will represent quite an amazing artifact, a moment in, in history. So he's going to pocket um, a sizable piece of that broken cylinder that's going to be an antique that he'll try and sell off in the future. But like he, he feels like a bit of a personal connection to that. So maybe he'll sell it, maybe he won't. But um, it certainly is going to be pride of place in his, his collection. Um, I think I almost feel bad that we've come to this town and everyone fucking loved it. And um, now we've kind of ruined it. We've kind of ruined the town. Everyone's gutted. Um, we've done something amazing, but uh, this might represent almost a, a fresh a fresh start for Lovejoy. You know, he's, he wanted that fresh start. So I think he might, at the end of the day, take all the gold he'd pocketed from the um, from that underground railroad or whatever we were calling it. And he's just <laughs> turned to Gildan and say, Gildan, me old mate, you have well and truly earned this. And he's just going to dump all his gold save for a couple of pieces he might need for safe passage or travel uh, into Gildan's tithe box. Thank you, <laughs> Lovejoy. Oh, what a generous donation. May the, uh, may the eternal light of, of Pelor guide you towards the happiness you truly deserve. You are a hero, Gildan. And you too. For me, I think I'll be, uh, I think I'll be getting away from Galdera. And I think Lovejoy's going to start slowly walking towards the exit, but pausing to give Biko a really tr true heartfelt hug. Biko, you are an outstanding warrior. And then he's just going to walk down these broken steps and take a deep breath and start heading north. What about uh, Gildan? Gildan? Uh, he is uh, taken aback by his generous donation. He's staring at his holding his arm, arms box. And uh, he's going to walk over to Biko and place his hand on his shoulder and say, well done. Looks like we broke the spell. <clears throat> and then he's going to put his arms box in front of, arms box in front of Biko and just shake it. We got a little shake. Biko recognizes that immediately and he takes a little bit of King Pal out and just drops it into the arms box. <laughs> Bless you, Biko. And then Gildan's going to walk out the church and look around and see all the townsfolk. Uh, yeah, I, what, what I'd say is you probably Edric would be um, on his way over to you um, three as well. Um, so we'll, we'll get back. We'll get back to that. But Biko, oh, yeah, Biko would just be uh, sorry. Uh, Gildan would just be handing out uh, pamphlets now. Yeah, and shaking his arms box. <laughs> nice. Uh, Biko, what is what's sort of going on in Biko's mind after all of this? Uh, Biko's experienced quite a bit of combat and quite a bit of life and death sort of experiences over the past few days, and he sort of realised that medicine's pretty handy. Um, he should have paid a lot more attention growing up, um, and he's had some practical experience with it recently, and he's going to you know continue to sort of hone his. Oh, where is everyone gone? Uh, and he's just going to quickly. <laughs> hurry over to Gildan and Lovejoy, ready to be heroes in the next town and continue to save the entire world. It, nice. Bows and bandages. I think the villagers have um, sort of 
villages as well as Edric and um, uh, Wilfred and a few of the other people that you've met. They're, they're congregating over here in this this sick feeling of, of, of loathing that the town is now putting out. And some of the villagers have gone in to move Harry onto a little um, uh, thing, stretcher, little stretcher thing. And they're sort of... Um, he's he's alongside you, and, and he's talking to you, Biko. He's he's uh, he's he's um, incredibly incredibly apologetic, um, um, and he he talks about how um, he thinks now might be the time for him to to head back home to be with his his family. Um, he's got a lot to tell them and a lot to sort of uh, um, apologize for and. Uh, he's feeling the sort of the weight of what's happened here in Caldera is firmly on on him, even though everyone knows that Aristal would have ha- it's happened before with Calgert, it's happened now with Harry. It's only a matter of t- time before someone else uh, would have tried to to um, take on that power. Um, and over the um, maybe the next day, they, they they've asked you to stay on to help, sort of just. Um, Figure out what's happening with the town. Are you guys likely to to stay around and and help? Because effectively, they want to just after thinking it through, everything they've known to that was true, the history of Caldera itself and what it was based on, it was all lies. It was all an evil, manipulative like being that was trying told to. Told you so. Uh, yeah, and you've, you've got a people lot. People love that. People yeah. love being told. I told you so about their entire identity, don't they? Gildan, you've got a lot of people who are interested in Pilor because people saw Pilor working through you now, and instantly they're they're listening and they're interested, and they want to know where the Church of Pilor is. Maybe they can go with you because no one wants to stay here in Caldera now. This feeling. Uh, Pilor is everywhere, but I'm as local representative. So if you donate fifteen percent of your weekly earnings. And they're instantly on, board. instantly on board. Um, right. How how could it be bad after watching it work through you to get rid of what is really evil? Um, mm. But no one wants to stay here anymore. There's this this feeling, the same warm pull that brought you in is now this this it wants you out. It's as if Aristel knows there's there's no way he can fool anyone that's left in this area. Um, and whether you leave before or you leave alongside them, um, it's only a couple of days before Caldera is is empty. Um, I'll be following Lovejoy, even though even if he doesn't want me to, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't I pick don't. up on those hints. I don't. I, I really wanted the sun to be setting and Lovejoy to be walking off into the sunset with "Carry On My Wayward Son" by Kansas playing <laughs> um, alone. Biko, are you are you following along as well? Biko will follow along as well. Like mm. he's he's absolutely adamant that this the next adventure is just the next town away, and he's he thinks this could be the poisoning town. Maybe we're going to burn it all down this time, yeah. but it's going to be great. There's like a group of villagers that are following. They've they've given you details on how to get back onto the main road, and it's like Waterdeep is is a few days of travel from where you currently are as you venture out of the woods and onto this main road. And there's like so there's the three of you. Uh, Lovejoy out in front, Gildan sort of trying to play catch up and and uh, telling Lovejoy to slow down, and Biko's there. Uh, and I feel like there's probably some sort of bizarre conversation happening between the three of you as some villagers at the back are just like head in their hands, shaking their head with how just these guys, what is, what's up with these three? 
Um, Are they going to leave us behind when we're sleeping? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rico will be like, where's my, where's my hat? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, where is you guys? Where is Pico's you guys, hat? You guys find that? He left it in the, in the cave. So, and then he went crazy, he threw it away. And as you make your way back towards the nearest city, that is where we end uh, Caldera School. Amazing. I've got I've got a little epilogue for you guys as well. So some sometime later, could have been weeks, it's probably years, it's probably a couple of years' time years. Um, from when you <laughs> stepped away from Caldera, that we see uh, a church that is uh, overgrown with some some weeds and, and greenery. Um, and we see a cloaked figure stepping through the busted hole in the church and over the stones. Uh gingerly across these broken stones up to where this crumbled uh, cylinder sits. And he places his hand into the void and notices it shaking and shuddering and about about eight inches, almost a foot lower than it is in reality. It's shaking and shuddering. And he pulls his hand out and leans in close and ever so faint from the ground all the way up into the heavens is just a blue a bright blue but it's a faint crack in reality within that void and just for a moment the cloak figure steps back and we just see a smile form on his face and that's and that's the that's the end that's the end now <laughs> <laughs>